Hello, I'm David W. Berner, and this is The Writer Shed. This week, Devin Arrigo, an athlete with triathlons and marathons under his belt. He's a personal growth expert with a presence online, and part of that presence came from writing and finding his voice. I guess I would categorize myself as kind of what you said, David, uh, athlete, writer, and, uh, and personal development uh, addict. And so today, that's what we hope to explore. The writer who didn't know that's what he was, that didn't know it would be part of his becoming, if you will, and his particular personal experience at opening up. Devin explored that in a recent article on Medium, and maybe what he's gone through can help all of us who don't yet know we're writers. So in this piece that you wrote for Medium, which really struck me, um, because it's something I've talked about in workshops and I've talked to other writers about a lot, is that uh, sort of like, I think your words were something I let your messy side show, you know, let your, your, your crazy side shine a little bit. Why did you think it was important for people to know that who are going to create in any way, shape or form that they are? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think, um, writing in itself is, um, is incredibly personal. Um, it's obviously a creative outlet. And uh, when it comes to, to readers, I think uh, readers love to read things that uh, give them insight or uh, allow them to experience someone else's point of view um, that they wouldn't normally be able to experience. So um, when it comes to writing interesting pieces or stuff that, uh, that I think people really want to actually read, the more that you can sprinkle in your own personal experience, uh, the stuff that's uncomfortable, the stuff that, uh, that makes you squirm in your seat a little bit to think about, that is the stuff that people really want to read about and, and I think will, uh, will be well-received online. Yeah, one of the things I say in workshops a lot is that you sort of have to scratch your skin until it bleeds just a little right. bit. <laughs> you know, because that's where the good stuff is. It's kind of below the surface. Yep. Yeah, and 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 uh, and I think to to add to that, I had a a piece on um, on Medium that did pretty well. That was specific to my parents' divorce and and me going through that and and uh, and kind of the culmination of that experience being me punching a wall and breaking my hand. And uh, although that was eight years ago and, and uh, I've grown since then writing that piece was uh, uncomfortable. And, and, and like you said, I was scratching my skin and I was bleeding and, uh, and it wasn't the, the most comfortable process to, to relive and, and work through that. But um, I think it benefited me being able to, to think through that experience and see what I learned. And, and obviously it was well received because of that, uh, I think that discomfort that I went through to put it together. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of um, people out there who are talking now about how writing is cathartic or can be therapy or, sure. uh, you know, mindful writers who who write to sort of find out where their head is or where they're going. I think that's part of it. But it's also, I mean, to me, art is not complete unless someone takes it in. Right. You know, if someone, if you're painting in your, in your shed, in your property somewhere, and you never show anybody your paintings, to me, you haven't fulfilled the equation. So, you know, you're going to write about yourself, but then somebody's going to read it. How do you, how do you 
get past that, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, what are people going to think of me? So for me, um, it, it came about just by doing. Um, eventually, I was able to build up the confidence to hit publish. Um, and what I realized when I finally did that is people aren't going to read it initially or, or people aren't going to see it initially. Um, it definitely takes some time to get that traction. And I think every time that you do hit publish, um, you gain a little bit of, uh, of self-confidence when you're writing. Um, you're able to, to shed a little bit more of your soul or your light um, to eventually when you're ready to, to talk about that super uncomfortable experience um, that, that you don't think you're ready to publish. Um, maybe if you've posted 10 or 15 articles at that point, you, uh, you feel comfortable sharing things that uh, you wouldn't previously have been comfortable doing. You know, this, I, I think this is all good stuff. And I think it all makes a lot of sense for a lot of people, especially who are beginning to write and maybe writing personal stories and not sure how they should shape them or how much they really should reveal. Sure. Um, and, you know, to me, you have to reveal as much as there is to make the story make sense right. and to have it relatable. Um, and, you know, you, you've got to feel some empathy somewhere in that story, I think, for the reader. But when is it just navel gazing? Do you know what I mean? What is it just like, I need to get this out? And it may just be for you and not for someone else. Yep. Yeah, that's a good question. And I think I think you highlighted it well. I think there there is uh like you said, writing to some people is just cathartic and it's almost uh journaling in a sense. Yeah, and I yeah. think there's um there has to be a deliberate um aspect to okay i'm going to be sharing this online and and i want people to read it because i believe the value is there for readers if they do see it so um i think uh when you are creating when you are writing you have to do it not only with that cathartic uh, mentality in mind but uh with the reader ultimately as the person who you're writing for because um i agree with you if if your message isn't getting out there. If people aren't seeing it, even if it's one person, um, the art uh, equation, as you mentioned, uh, kind of sits unfulfilled. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess that's okay. I mean, if that's what you yep. want to do, um, but we're mainly talking about writing. Um, we've been talking mainly about writing online. Uh, you know, it can be in book form. It can be in a magazine. It can be in many different ways these days. There's so many different platforms out there. And, the process of finding that sweet spot when you're trying to, you know, write a personal story, I think sometimes takes, uh, and maybe you can talk about this. It almost takes overwriting. You sort of have to write to know what you, what you know. I think uh, Joan Didion said something of the sort of, I write to find out what I'm feeling or what I know. Sure. Um, and, and, and sometimes that means you got to write a lot to really, sort of get to that point where, oh, this is what I'm trying to say. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would agree. And I, and I think um, when I'm writing pieces that are a, a little bit more personal in nature, I, uh, I end up getting into that cathartic state where I'm more so journaling and, and I allow that flow to happen. Uh, I don't cut it off. I, I'll let all, all the words and all the feelings and, and all the experiences come out of me 
on the, from my head to the, to the screen and I get it all out. And then from there, I take a step back and say, okay, now I'll jump in and actually edit this for the reader to make it uh, easy to read or um, to make it a little bit more personal or add some actionable takeaways. So it's not just me rambling on about my life. Um, I think, I think there is a, a very fine line between just talking about yourself and being able to, to give advice based on your personal experience. Yeah. And, and maybe not even advice, but just to say, Hey, I'm in this with you. I've been there too. Sure. That kind of thing. Yep. Um, so when you're, when you're writing you say you wrote about your, the divorce of your parents and that was difficult. Do you find yourself sort of pushing yourself now to find those unique kind of uncomfortable moments? Do you, do you, do you search for them? Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I think, um, a couple of, about eight months back, I did a, a writing challenge where I really kicked off my online writing career and started, uh, I posted an article every day for, for 40 days. And, uh, when I set the intention to, to actually write every single day, um, my brain shifted to start searching for things. And it allowed me to look at my life in a, in a little different from a little different perspective. Um, so I was looking at little things in my life. Um, maybe I acted a certain way and I could trace it back to, this event that happened in my past. So I think when I started to set the intention of I'm going to write every day and then now um, I'm going to write every other day or whatever the, the timing is, setting the intention to to write every little, um, every time period that you set, um, it does kind of make me look at my uh, life in a, in a different way. Um, I think intentionally too, I'm looking for um, things that I can write about because uh, really there's an unlimited supply of topics out there. If, if you're just looking at the life that you're living, it's in front of you, you see it every day and, um, it's going to be right there ready for you when you are ready to talk about it. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think it's also true to, to remind people that, you know, to write a personal story, it doesn't have to be fantastical. Um, and sure. what I mean by is like, you don't have to have climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, Right. So you, you, it could be just some moment in time, some little moment during, you know, uh, an exchange while you're walking your dog. I mean, it could be, there could be a lot of things within that moment that are just as, um, you know, interesting and uh, life affirming or whatever you're looking for uh, in your writing. So those moments, and sometimes we just have to keep our eyes open. Right. Sounds like that's what you did during those 40 days. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and writing, I think, has helped me um, be grateful for the small opportunities. Obviously, the, the big things, the, the, uh, the big life achievements are awesome. And, and that's, um, I'm happy to have those. But uh, more so is the small moments when I'm just walking around the block with my girlfriend or um, I'm making eggs in the morning and I do a perfect little egg flip and and, uh, and, and that egg, is, that egg, is a wonderful moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and it's those moments I think that we have to start looking more into because those are happening every day, every minute of our lives versus the big moments. We only have 
once every month or once every quarter or yearly or whatever you, uh, whatever the time frame is, but the, the little moments, there's an immense amount of value to pull out of those as well. So what have you found by, you know, your writing that you do on, on medium at this time, what have you found your journey to be like? I mean, how did you see it when you got into it? And then how is it now? Um, that's a good question. Um, uh, so I actually, I started writing on medium. Um, I actually published my first article back in 2018 and, um, it was a piece about my experience running a marathon. And, uh, I don't think I published another article until, uh, midway through 2019. So I was kind of sporadic and, and didn't really post, but I was aware of medium and, and, uh, what the, the platform was about. Um, but what really kicked off my writing career was uh, quarantine and, and COVID, I would say, um, to be specific. <laughs> wow, that's probably very true for a lot of people, yeah. Right, right. And, uh, and I was kind of cooped up in my um, apartment. My brother, who I lived with, um, was deployed. He's in the Navy. So I was pretty lonely just in my apartment and uh, didn't have much to do. And I decided to... Um, I was reading an article one day and, and someone recommended a, a writing challenge and I decided to, to commit to, to doing a, a 30 day writing challenge. Um, and that really shifted the, the table for me. And um, although it was incredibly difficult to write every day, going from barely ever writing to every single day, um, it, it grew me into a much, much better writer. And ultimately that challenge stretched to 40 days. So, um, to be honest, I, my, my intentions with writing, um, to me, it's, it's a hobby. I, I enjoy it. Um, I do have a cathartic feeling when I do write or when I'm putting together a piece that is meaningful to me or, or that allows me to kind of relive memories, um, from my life in the past. But, um, I love sharing my experiences online and seeing that resonate with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as I continue to, to grow my presence online, if I focus on that, things will continue to take off for me. So, um, I'm definitely not a successful online writer at this point, uh, and haven't had millions of views and anything like that, but, um, in staying consistent and writing, uh, at least two to three times a week for the past eight months, since I started that challenge, I've, uh, I've really seen a lot of growth and, and a lot of potential um, in where my writing can take me. See, I think that's exactly one of the reasons why I love having you here, because you said, you know, writing for me is a hobby. And that could be any other word that's similar to hobby for a lot of people. Sure. But I talk about this all the time. You do not have to be Stephen King right. to do this. You do not. You you can it can be your way of expressing. It can be, you know, published on all kinds of different platforms. It doesn't have to be, you know, the number one bestseller from the New York Times. That's, you know, here at the Writer Shed, we're trying to celebrate writing at all of those levels. Sure. Sure. We want to, you know, Stephen King said to me, Dave, I want to be on your uh, podcast. I think I'd probably talk to Stephen <laughs> King <turn> or, or <laughs> you know, George Saunders or whomever is, you know, a wonderful writer. But I also want to talk to those people that are just loving it every day and find some value in the sharing of it. And that's, to me, extremely important Um, because if it were just the gatekeepers that we were paying attention to, the ones that they were letting through the gate, 
Right. We'd have a pretty narrow view of the world. Right. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I think your story is unique. Not only the fact that, um, well, in a way, it's not really unique. It's just celebrated. You know, in a way, it, you know, it, it, your your story about, you know, writing about whatever feels uncomfortable, but also just challenging yourself to go for it. And I think right. that's a good thing. Yeah. And I, and I also think um, to, to kind of jump back to a previous point or a question you asked about getting over the hurdle to, to share those uncomfortable experiences, I think, um, or even if you're just uncomfortable to share your words online, um, I recommend kind of writing about something that you know, whether uh, for me, it was running and, and um, running marathons or, or triathlon, running a, or a racing and Ironman triathlon. That is something that I had a lot of experience with. So hitting the publish button on something like that was easier for me than if I were writing about um, building an app. I have no idea how to do that. And, and yeah. I would feel imposter syndrome heavily if I were writing about that because I, I don't know about it. But um, I think it's easier to overcome that hurdle of, of hitting publish for the first time uh, if you're writing about something that you already know. and Everyone has something that they're experienced with that they know more about than someone else. Yeah, they've heard that adage many times to write what you know. A lot of people believe that's a good way to get started for sure, sure. Uh, in writing because you, you have that level of confidence that you can carry exactly with you. And, and not only that, it, it, it if you as you build that confidence, then you can start to stretch yourself and find other places to to, um, to look and put your eyes to find out subjects you want to write about. Absolutely. Even something you don't know anything about, you could explore. So I find that great. And certainly write about the things that make you feel uncomfortable by right. yourself. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's a good thing. So Devin, I appreciate it very much. Uh, you were a joy to talk to. Um, and I wish you a lot of luck uh, on wherever you write these days. Thanks, David. It was, uh, it was great talking to you. Thanks for listening to episode two of The Writer's Shed. I'm David W. Burner. Our music is from iRay Music Production and interviews produced in The Shed. You can find out more about Writer's Shed Press at writershedpress.com and at The Writer's Shed on Medium. You can also sign up for our newsletter there and find us at Writer's Shed Press on Twitter. The Writer's Shed is available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.